First Samuel, the third chapter, in the first verse. Amen. Prayers are for Sister Pate continued to be touched and rehabbed and able to walk again real soon, Lord willing. I guess prayers for Sister Alicia. Obviously, she's sick tonight, and I don't see her playing her on the front row, but I didn't get a text or anything, so I didn't know to pray for her, but we'll, we can pray now. God touch her. Amen. Thank God. First Samuel, the third chapter in the first verse. And the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli. And the word of the Lord was precious in those days, and it's still precious right now. But in those days there was no open vision, and it came to pass at that time when Eli was laid down in his place, and his eyes began to wax dim that he could not see. And ere the lamp of God went out in the temple of the Lord, where the ark of God was. And Samuel was laid down to sleep. That the Lord called Samuel and he answered, Here am I. And he ran unto Eli and said, Here am I, for thou calls me. He said, I call not, lie down again. And he went and lay down. And the Lord called yet again, Samuel. And Samuel arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, for thou did call me. He answered, I called not, my son, lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. And the Lord called Samuel again the third time, and he arose and went to Eli and said, Here am I, and if I could just say it like this, I know that was you. For thou didst call me, and Eli perceived, it dawned on him, it's the Lord that's calling this child. It's God working on this baby. And therefore Eli said unto Samuel, Go lie down, and it shall be if he call thee that thou shalt say, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. And so Samuel went and lay down in his place. Sure enough, the Lord came and stood and called as at other times, Samuel, Samuel. And then Samuel answered, Speak, for thy servant heareth. Amen. Thank God for the call of God. Amen. I ain't got a title because I couldn't think of nothing, but I'm just going to talk about some lessons from Samuel, if that's okay. Amen. Set your Bibles down. Lift your hands to the Lord. Amen. I need some prayer warriors to help me pray. I need to hear you, God. I need you to work on me, Lord. I need you to help me. Come on, prayer warriors, help me. Come on, intercede right now. God's going to call somebody tonight. God's going to help somebody tonight. You're going to hear something you never heard before. Come on, you want to be in this. You want to be close enough to hear it. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. Hallelujah. Why don't you clap your hands to the Lord together? 
Hallelujah. Thank you for standing. You can be seated. I'm just going to talk about some lessons from Samuel. Amen. Samuel, and this is definitely double portion Wednesday because I, I preached some of this this morning to these young people. Amen. Praise God. Samuel was the result of a prayer by his mother. Amen. Without a praying mother, Samuel does not exist. Samuel never becomes a little human being without a determined mother. Amen. That at the time is barren. Amen. But she don't take her barren condition as a permanent condition. Amen. But she says, I'm going to make a deal with God and I'm going to get what I've been praying about. Some of you need to learn how to make a deal with God. If you learn how to make a deal, you'd get more miracles in your life. If you learn how to make more deals, you'd walk Walk in more blessings. She made a deal with God after much prayer. She said, if you will give me a child, I'll give him back to you. Praise God. You want to make a deal with God? Whatever you've been praying about, think about this. Would you be willing to give it back to God if he gave it to you? Whatever you've been praying about, if God gave it to you, would you be willing to let him use it uh, for the rest? Come on, I'm going to help somebody in this room tonight. Amen. I want to see miracles on every pew. I said I want to see miracles on every pew. Come on, I want to teach you the deal making with God. How to get in alignment with God. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. It's good to have Javier. Praise God. Praise God. Gracias por estar aquí de noche. Praise God. De nada. Praise God. Amen. I get mixed up when they start talking back. <laughs> After I memorized one line, then they start talking back. It's like, Amen. Praise God. Make me lose my place in my notes all of a sudden. Hannah said, if you'll just give me this little baby, I'll give him right back to you. Amen. This, in our Western culture, that is kind of unusual. Amen. But in their culture, it wasn't unusual because there was something called the law of the firstborn. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There was a law of the firstborn. It was established when God is going to bring Israel out of Egypt. He establishes the Passover. And he says, I'm going to destroy every firstborn in Egypt but if you'll put the blood on the lintel and the post I'm gonna pass over I'm telling you there's some angels you don't really want to see 
Amen. There's some things you, you, you want to pass over you. Amen. And when it's the wrath of God and the judgment of God, I don't even want it stopping at my house. I wanted to just see the blood applied and just go ahead and pass on over. Hallelujah, hallelujah. But the law of the firstborn was established at the Passover. Amen. And it was simply this. I'm going to kill all the firstborn of Egypt, but if you've got the blood applied... I'm going to pass over your firstborn. What he was saying is, I'm going to spare your firstborn. But here's the deal. He's going to be mine. I'll spare him, but here's the deal. He's going to work for me. Hallelujah. Hey, I would take that deal all day long. I said, I'll take that deal all day long. Uh, God just let judgment go on uh, and take my boys, use them however you want to use them, God. Uh, just have mercy. Well, there ought to be some mamas and there ought to be some firstborns clapping their hands. Yeah, thank you, Daddy. You lived alive. Thank you, Mama. You did it just like the book said. Hallelujah. It's called the law of the firstborn. And so it was intended that the firstborn would work for God in his temple. This was the very first plan. It was the original idea that the firstborn would work in the temple and do all the ministering and all the cleaning and all the stuff that needed to happen but then there came a time when Moses went up on the mountain and, and he was up there too long I guess for their comfort and they get Aaron to make a golden calf and they began to have basically a rave if you want to know what they were doing Amen. they were worshipping a golden calf in a very perverted way Amen. And when God comes down and he looks at this, uh, he makes a change in his plan because there's one tribe and it's called Levi that says, we ain't joining your party. Levi said, we came out of Egypt. Uh, We're not serving a golden calf anymore. Uh, Y'all can do what you want to do. I'm waiting on Moses to come down and give me directions. Uh, It's at this point that God picks the tribe of Levi and he makes a switch. I mean, I think it happened in the third third chapter of uh, Numbers. And he says, uh, instead of the the firstborn, now I'm going to use the tribe of Levi. But it doesn't take away the fact that the firstborn still belongs to God. Amen. It still belongs to God. So when you get to the 18th chapter of Numbers, uh, God says... uh, I'm going to use the tribe of Levi instead of the firstborn, but now, now you're going to have to be redeemed if you're the firstborn. He 
said the money of five shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary, you're going to redeem the firstborn. What they would do, they would take the firstborn and basically put them on a big old platter and put five coins, shekels of silver on a platter and they would take that firstborn son into the temple and and present it to the priest and the priest would look at the baby and he would take those five shekels of silver and he would take it uh, and it would pay the price so that firstborn could go back home and be redeemed. Hey, I'm gonna preach to you. I hope you're gonna hang with me a little while. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So the principle of the firstborn is that because you were spared, you owe God something. Because the death angel passed over you, because you got mercy, you owe God something. Come on, help me preach right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In a religious world where people believe God owes them something, uh, let me preach the word of God. God don't owe us nothing, uh, but we were redeemed uh, and we owe him. Come on, church. Come on, the flesh don't like it, uh, but you just gotta say, uh, hey, I've been redeemed uh, and I... You ought to get happy. You ought to get thankful. You ought to get your spirit right. Hallelujah. Everybody say, I owe God. I want to read you some scriptures about the firstborn. He said, what? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God? And ye are not your own, for ye are bought with a, you're bought with a price. So therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Come on, church, I'm going to help somebody. Uh, Acts 20 and 28 said, take heed therefore unto yourself. And to all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost hath made you overseers uh, to feed the church of God, which he hath purchased with what? His own blood. Uh, Amen. He didn't walk in with five nickels uh, saying, I'll take this one. He gave his very own blood for you. Well, I feel like preaching all of a sudden. Hey, we weren't bought with something cheap. We weren't bought with something that didn't have value to it. We weren't bought with five little pieces of corn. We were bought with his life. Come on. So what does Hebrews 12 say? It says we are the church of the firstborn. You know what I'm looking at on every pew tonight? I'm looking at a firstborn. 
I'm not talking about in your family. I'm talking about you came in the church one day and God said, I, I think I'll purchase this. I think I want them. I think I want to take them home with me. I think I'll pay the price. Come on, church. Don't you let the devil lie to you and tell you you have no value. Don't you let the enemy tell you you... You're the church of the firstborn. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord. Come on, somebody worship God in this place right now. Devil, you're a liar. We take dominion right now in the name of Jesus. I wish somebody get a vision of the blood that was shed for you at Calvary. I'm royalty. Come on, church. You've been redeemed. God made the deal. God paid the price. spared I've been bought I've been purchased I owe God the reason I'm going to be faithful to God's house is because I'm indebted snowflake uh, like you deserve something uh, you need to get your mind right uh, and realize uh, the sign of the end time is that they would be an unthankful generation can you imagine somebody being unthankful that somebody else laid down their life for you uh, if that don't move you, you're unmovable. If that don't shake you, you're unshakable. If that don't break you, you're lost, my friend. Hey, somebody gave it all. Lift your hands to the Lord together. Hallelujah. 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 Oh, God. The reason I'm going to live a separated life is because I've been redeemed. I owe him. I'm indebted to him. 
The reason I'm going to love my brother and sister is because he loved me first. I'm dead without him. I'm in hell without him. I'm in judgment without him. I'm redeemed. The reason I'm going to praise God when it's time to praise him is because I've been redeemed. I'm not praising him because my knee quit hurting today and I just feel good all of a sudden. I'm praising him because I've been redeemed. I'm praising him because he found me in my sin and he pulled me out and he bought me and he gave me a chance. Tell you something. Everybody ought to be praisers. I said everybody ought to be Jesus praisers. Nobody should sit unmoved. Come on, church. If your head won't move, at least move your hand. If your leg won't move, move your head. There ought to be something that says I'm redeemed. I owe him my all. Hallelujah. I feel Jesus in this place right now. Hallelujah. Man, when you realize I'm indebted, could you ever pay him back? Do you have a way to pay somebody back that gave their life for you? You can't do it. All you can do is live your life in honor. I said in honor of the one that gave it all. That's why we got memorials uh, with the names of fallen soldiers uh, in every little town and in big towns. Uh, What are they doing? They're honoring people that gave it all so we could sit here, uh, amen, and be in a free country uh, and preach the Bible. Amen. You ought to honor people that gave everything. uh, Amen. But when Jesus looked down upon you, uh, when you had nothing to offer him, I said we had nothing to offer him while we were yet in our sins. He died. He died for us. He gave it all. Hallelujah. Amen. So, burden of my heart is I want to live my life in a manner that I'm always giving back to him. Praise God. I come to rebuke that lazy spirit. I I come to rebuke every doubt. 
Every lying spirit that torments people. Says you have nothing to offer God. If you didn't have something to offer him, he wouldn't have gave his life for you. He used to sing an old song that he saw not what I was. But he saw what we could be. God give us a vision I was praying today I thought if everybody could just cup their hand and God could show them a vision about maybe a half ounce or an ounce of blood in their hand and it would just begin to click in their mind, the reason I'm not down there on the corner with a cardboard sign all strung out on drugs tonight is because of that little blood in right there. The reason I still got a marriage tonight, the reason I got normal children tonight, it's that little reason I got breath in my lungs and my mind is working is that little blood. I'm indebted. I'm indebted tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Man, you got to get the spirit in you. It says, God, if you give to me, I'm going to give back to you. Maybe it's hard to understand for somebody. Children are no problem for you. You could add a hundred if you want. But for a woman named Hannah that was childless. And in those days it was looked down upon for a woman to not be able to have children. By having especially men children. She brought uh, great joy to her husband she brought glory to her family by being able to produce children and this Hannah was looking at this other woman in her same house that was blessed having children and Hannah wasn't having children amen and, and it began to wear on her began to wear on her mind I'm telling you when you look around I don't know why I can't get off of this uh, every service. Uh, when you look around and you see somebody uh, and it looks like it's happening for them uh, and it's not happening for you, uh, amen, the last thing you want to do is start attacking people. Uh, amen, the last thing you want to do uh, is get a bad spirit. Uh, the last thing you want to do is get a bad attitude. Uh, I'm telling you, uh, Promotion does not come from man. Blessings do not come from men. Promotion cometh from the 
Lord. Amen. And when God begins to smile upon you, if you get God to smile on you, he's going to open the windows of heaven and pour you out blessings. Come on, let's love Jesus right now. Come on, I feel Jesus in this place right now. I feel God wanting to help somebody. I'm telling you in the church of the living God, people that have already been redeemed by the blood of the lamb can get the wrong spirit. I just just came to bring a reminder to you tonight. I want you to look at your hand and imagine a puddle of blood in your hand. I'm not talking about a sinner's blood. I'm talking about a righteous man's blood. You realize somebody gave it all for you? Wouldn't that make you act a little bit different? Jesus. Don't you think just the understanding that I've been redeemed would help me be patient with people? Don't you think it would help me not fly off the handle of people? Just the understanding I could be in hell right now. I could be lost right now. I could be the most dysfunctional person on the planet right now. I could have nothing right now. But God, God saw me. Don't you think that would help you extend a little mercy to people? Don't you think that ought to make you want to give somebody a second chance? And kind of quiet in the house. Don't you think if you looked down and saw the blood that was shed for you, it would make you maybe a little more compassionate with people? You're the church of the firstborn. You're the church of the firstborn. You were brought before the throne one day. (laughs) You, You didn't have no guarantees. He was the one with all the cards. You didn't have no promise. You just walked in. I was here, I'll pay. I want them. Amen. Well, I'm telling you, a self-righteous spirit can get a hold of people. It'll rot you from the inside out. You hear me? It's like cancer. You'll get bitterness in your heart about, I don't know why. This is not what I preach to them kids this morning. You'll get bitterness in your heart. 
and it'll spring up until it chokes you to death. Till you're the meanest, most aggravating, most miserable person on the planet. You hate people. You're looking for somebody to chew out. You're looking for fault in somebody. I'm sure I'm preaching to somebody on the internet. Who knows? But all you need to do is look down at the blood that was shed. Tell you something. If you allow something to get in your heart against your brother or your sister, you listen to this pastor right now, it'll take you to a red hot hell. If you don't get a hold of it, amen. I, I, a lot of times it ain't even you and them, it's somebody else giving you an opinion of them. You know, you need to get rid of other people's opinions. Go talk to them yourself. Find out. I'm going to rebuke every devil in hell that's trying to. I've been redeemed. This is what the Bible says. I'm in a vein right now and God won't let me out of it. This is what the Bible said. Who are you to judge another man's servant? If God bought me with a price and I belong to him, who are you? You better realize we're all servants. We've all been bought. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord together right now. Man, I need to move on. I need to move on. God ain't letting me move yet. You know, my son, don't tell me you love God if you don't love your brother. You hear me? This Bible said, don't tell me you love God when you hate your brother. This Bible said, you're lying through your teeth. You're so excited. We're going we're gonna to send money to Africa. We're going to build a new church. Boy, we're just, we love the people of God. Then you walk down the aisle and somebody you don't like walks down the aisle and you take off the other way. You're a phony and a fake and you ain't got the Holy Ghost you may used to have, but you need to go on the altar until you're speaking in tongues, until God changes you. Come on, help me right now. Somebody help me pray. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost want to help people. I rebuke every ounce of bitterness. 
You need to forget about what happened. Come on. Come on, another moment. Pray with me. Search me, oh God. Cleanse me, oh God. Help me, oh God. Oh, my son, you shall know my disciples by their love one unto another. My people are going to love one another. My people aren't going to have bitterness against one another. My people ain't going to gossip about one another. My people ain't going to hate one another. My people ain't going to cut one another. My people ain't going to stab one another. He said, my people are going to love one another. Hallelujah. Devil's a liar. Everybody say the devil's a liar. 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 The devil's still a liar. Everything he told you is a lie. They don't hate you. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Everybody say, I'm the firstborn. I've been bought. A price has been paid for you. Praise God. A price has been paid for you. You know, this Bible talks about he said, who's going to love me the most? I'll tell you who's going to love me the most. The one that's been forgiven of the most. Well, they ought to. Amen. The, the one that's been forgiven of the most, you ought to be the most humble, meek, merciful, compassionate, understanding, it's getting quiet in here. The one that God forgave the most, you ought to be the most patient person. You ought to just learn how to overlook things. You just got to learn. You need to know where you stand in life. Amen. When it, when it clicks in your mind, I'm not here because I'm brilliant. I'm not here because I'm an orator. I'm here because somebody had mercy on me. I would still be in the same pit. Except that Jesus said, I'm not really wanting to do this. But nevertheless... Not my will, but thy will be done. I got a guy, I, I really I care about him. There's a lady I really care about. So 
I'm going to give it all. He stood there. 33-year-old. Think about how smart you were when you were 33. How brilliant and loving and kind you were. You thought about everybody else, and it was always everybody else first, right? No, it wasn't. It was all about you. It was a 33-year-old. I said, I'll give it all. Stabbing him in the side. What does he do? You just wait. You don't mess with my family. We'll get you. He didn't say that. The flesh began to pray to the spirit. Father, forgive them. They don't don't even know what they're doing right now. Boy, I just, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. I, I got a lot to preach. And it ain't this. Sort of. God help me right now. God take me back to Calvary. Take me. Take me back to the day I first received you. Oh. When my life was in disarray. When I was a total wreck. Come on, have you been blessed for too long? You forget what, what, what it was? You, God, take me back to that day where I blocked out everybody. I, I wasn't hypocritical that day. I wasn't judging everybody in the church that day. I didn't care who was there. I didn't care what your past was. I had one purpose. I wanted to be redeemed. I had nothing to offer. I couldn't pay for it. Come on, I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. I began to cry with all my heart. God, have mercy on me. God, God did it. God reached out, took a heathen and loved him, wrapped his arm around him, filled him with the Holy Ghost. You know what I did? I got up. Man, I loved everybody. Come on. Praise God. That's how you keep him awake. You walk with him. Praise God. Amen. It's good preaching right here. I got up and I loved everybody. There was 2,000 people, maybe there, I don't know. And I loved every one of them. Every one of them. They were all my brothers. I didn't care what their last name was. I didn't care what language they spoke. I didn't care what color their skin was. I just got redeemed. I mean, I got a new lease on life. I was on my way to hell and God applied the blood. I was born again and I got up and I loved everybody. Amen. 
even the people that push in the sticker bushes. Growing up, I loved them. Being redeemed. It's a wonderful experience. Praise God. Remember the purity you felt? Remember the cleanness that you felt? Where is it right now? You remember how you didn't hate anybody? You didn't judge anybody? You weren't trying to divide people? Remember you got up and you wanted to pull everybody Come on, brothers. You walked around praying with everybody because you loved everybody. I love you. You walked around, you just had a burden in you. Full of the joy of the Lord. You still got it? Do you feel like that right now? Did God change Is God the same yesterday, today, and forever? Yes, He is. Come on, I feel Jesus in this place. It's an old, it's an old anointing that this church needs to tap into. There's something that was prayed down many years ago by our forefathers that got on their face on sawdust floors. They went home to no electricity, no running water, not knowing if there would be food. They didn't have anything we get mad if the microwave quits. We're furious, slamming some, hating people. What happened to that? Fi- Can I take you back? Can I take you back? How, how many years? It's 2001 for me, 22 years ago. Greatest day of my life. I got the Holy Ghost. Jason, help me. How long? 26 years. She was eight years old. How long? How long? 19 years. Ten years. Twelve. Thirty years. I wonder. I wonder what hap- happens to people. I, I, I'm not, please don't misunderstand what I'm talking about right now. I'm not saying everybody in this church has got a problem. I may be preaching to somebody on the internet. I have no idea. But what happens to people that get up from an altar after speaking in tongues and the Holy Ghost fills them full. 
and they love everybody. Do you think it's a paint job that wears out? I don't think so. My Bible said old things would pass away. And behold, all things would become new. That's what my Bible said. So my question is, if you don't feel like you did the night you got the Holy Ghost, if you don't love people like you did the very first day, what happened? I know you got up and you loved everybody. I've seen a bunch of it. I've seen hundreds of people get the Holy Ghost. And you know what I've seen? I've seen people that couldn't stand other people. And when they got the Holy Ghost, they would go straight to them. The first person they ran down was the one they had a problem with. Hey, I want to tell you that I love you. Whatever was in the past is going to be in the past. We're going to move on. This guy named Norman Clifton goes to North Little Rock Church. There was a man killed his daughter. He got the Holy Ghost and Brother Holmes started preaching about forgiveness. He got on the phone. He called that man. He said, I want you to know I forgive you. I'm telling you, this Bible says if you don't forgive people, you will not be forgiven. I hate to see what hell's going to look like. Bunch of people that had the Holy Ghost at one time, but they got something in their crawl and they couldn't get it out. This is not what I plan to preach. But the Holy Ghost is speaking to this church right now. Hell will be full of bitter people. Today is the day of salvation. You better get that feeling in your heart. I love everybody. And everybody loves me. Oh, let me turn this into a prayer meeting right now. I feel the fear of God in this place. It scares me to death. Come on, it scares me. You don't love everybody in this church, you're not ready to meet God. I'm telling you, church, God's coming back. Come on. It's the little foxes that small the vine. Well, I love everybody except that one. Yeah, that one will send you to a red hot hell. Come on. Come on, church. Don't you pray until you feel that purity again.
Come on in Jesus' name. Do you feel a purity? Come on in the fear of God. Come on, give us a vision of the blood. Give us a vision tonight, God. Take me back, God. Take me back to the day that I first received you. Give me that same feeling, God. <laughs> Somebody needs a lingering prayer right now till every bad spirit is burnt off of you. You need to lay on a burnt offering. Sacrifice your life right now till God purifies. Come on, church. It ain't going to be good otherwise. Oh. Cleanse us. Fill us with your spirit right now. God, take everything out that don't belong. Come on, church. Come on, let conviction fall upon you right now. Don't avoid it. Don't avoid it. Don't marginalize it. Don't rationalize it away. Talk to God. God, prepare me to be a sanctuary. Oh, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, come on, Zion needs to travail right now, oh, oh, oh. Come on in the name of Jesus. 
Give me that pure, pure, clean love. Oh, I gotta be right. Oh, na da 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 da. Katata. Get rid of my judgmental spirit, God. Go ta ta. Ta ta. Come on, church. Some people need to make some things right. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath. You're not promised tomorrow. Live every day ready. Ko ba ba. Ho ba.